I'd like to welcome you to this webinar brought to you by Align Technology. It is now my pleasure to hand the floor to your host, Sarah Sharpstein. And Sarah, you have the floor. Good morning, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to our Ask the Expert titled Delivering Consumers to Doctors Who Treat with Invisalign Clear Aligners. I'm Sarah Sharfstein, the Director of Professional Marketing for the Orthodontic Channel, and will be your facilitator for today's call. During our time together today, my colleagues and I will provide you with an overview of our 2017 consumer campaign, share with you some insights from our newly created contact center, and provide some suggestions on how to optimize your business to increase the likelihood of converting consumers in your office. Now I'm gonna hand it over to my colleague, Kamal Bandal, who runs our North America consumer marketing team. Kamal? Thank you for the introduction, Sarah. I'm excited to be here today to share our 2017 plans with all of you. This year, we are dialing up our consumer marketing investment in an effort to bring even more teens and their parents into your practices. Each year, the Invisalign brand continues to invest in the marketplace and in each of you by being the only orthodontic brand investing millions of dollars to drive consumers into your practices. Last year, we drove more than 1.8 million Find a Doctor searches, with more than 8.2 million consumers visiting our websites globally. Our consumer marketing investment drives more than 700,000 smile assessment completions around the world annually and more than half a million consumers engage with us regularly on all of our social media channels. And this year, our commitment is stronger than ever. We kicked off 2017 with a brand new global campaign that launched here in North America in late February. Our new campaign, Made to Move, is designed to tap into the innate desire that all people have to move forward and to advance in life and highlights the powerful role a smile can play in every aspect of life. This new platform is not just new images within a new advertising campaign. Our goal is to create a seamless brand experience wherever the Invisalign brand is encountered across the globe and create a much broader, deeper awareness of the benefits of treatment with Invisalign clear aligners, the most advanced and recognized clear aligner system in the world. We kicked off Made to Move with a focus on the adult audience earlier this year. The Invisalign adult consumer includes an expanded target audience of both men and women who are motivated to improve themselves inside and out. This consumer is one who expects a digital experience when it comes to all aspects of their life, and the treatment to improving their smile is no exception. They tend to be hardworking, keep a regular exercise routine, eat healthy, and work to get ahead professionally in their daily lives. And to reach this new audience, we've designed a robust media plan to fuel this growth and will be everywhere that our consumer is, including new media outlets such as CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News, and increasing our investments in places where we have already been reaching consumers such as Facebook, YouTube, Google, and Pinterest. Like never before, we're going to be where our consumers are, your potential patients, places and spaces where they are spending their time. Our new Invisalign consumer campaign is already making an impact with consumers in the marketplace since we've launched. We already have more than 850,000 views in Facebook alone, 
And the good news is that all of this advertising is available to each of you for free to link from youtube.com forward slash Invisalign directly to your website and your own social media channels. But it is not just the adult consumer that we are focused on. Our ambition as a company is to revolutionize the orthodontic industry again, and this time with the teen market. And in order to do so, we have to start with understanding who teens are. This generation will represent 38% of consumers by 2020 with $200 billion in annual spending influence. This generation is the most diverse and open-minded generation ever. And they are digital natives, born in a world without ever knowing the internet or without ever knowing a mobile device. In the same way that we have made the Invisalign brand a household name with adult consumers, our ambition is to make Invisalign a household name with teens as well. To that end, we are kicking off a significant investment to educate moms and teens about the benefits of Invisalign treatment. Our goal is to transform teen behavior in such a way that teens go from saying, I want braces, to I want Invisalign. There are three key components to our approach, and the first component to our approach is to connect with teens directly. We've made some fundamental changes in marketing in terms of how we operate as a company. In order to understand teens, we need to connect directly with them. To that end, we've created a Teen Smile Squad, a go-to group of teens across the country who act as a sounding board for us on an ongoing basis. Our Smile Squad is comprised of teens across the country who provide a regular voice of teen. This group meets regularly to provide insight, create new ideas, and deliver feedback on marketing campaigns. And the second component to our approach is to partner with experts who understand teens already. And we are partnering with the biggest experts in the industry who know teens inside and out, such as YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, and one that you may not know, but teens definitely do, Awesomeness TV. Our approach this year is different from years past in that we are deepening our relationship with these partners. We are tapping their creative teams to create content for us with the goal again of ensuring that we develop the Invisalign brand as a cool brand amongst teenagers. Our partnership with Awesomeness TV and YouTube, for example, this year is very much amplified in that we will have a significant presence at a premier teen event, VidCon, which sometimes is known as the Grammys for teenagers. Our teen plan has just launched into the marketplace on May 15th, marked by a significant increase in investment to reach teens and also by the debut of the first film created with Awesomeness TV in our Made to Move series. This series embodies the idea behind Made to Move showcasing teens who are passionate and talented in a particular area such as filmmaking, sports, or music, and pairs an everyday teen with a superstar in that particular area. Our first new film features superstar filmmaker Kurt Schneider, who we've paired up with Sam Parker, a teenager who is an inspiring filmmaker himself. And in the first 10 days alone between the trailer and the film itself, we have had more than 1 million views already from teens. 
And we know that it's also important for your business to have marketing components in your office to reach teens there as well. Therefore, we are creating new content for your office to educate teens about the benefits of Invisalign treatment for them to help start the conversation with each of you. The third component to our approach is to connect with moms. We know that we need to convince moms that Invisalign is an effective solution for her teen. Our new advertising campaign boasts specific ads targeted at addressing moms' specific needs. Our plans also include engaging moms through people that she trusts, experts, and other moms with real-life experiences with Invisalign for their teens so that she can learn how to get her teens to be their best. All of this content is available at youtube.com Invisalign and it's free for you to link to on your website and all of your social media channels. And that's not all. We know that we have to translate all of this demand to consumers who say yes to Invisalign when they are in your practice. As we look at today's digital consumers, their needs are changing from consumers in the past. They expect to have modern experiences as a part of their overall brand experience, whether that's with us or with each of you. And as a result of this changing consumer dynamic, we have also changed the way that we connect with consumers to help better educate them and build relationships to make those leads that we are transferring to you warmer than ever before. Our very first step into this area was to create a better consumer experience, starting with our website. You'll find that our new website has a more modern design and is also one that has stronger calls to actions to bring that consumer into the purchase funnel. We kicked off this year with an improved smile assessment that is designed to drive even more leads to practices. And best of all, we're asking consumers for more info about themselves so that we can understand them better. And already we're starting to see stellar results. One of the most exciting parts of this improved brand experience is the introduction of our new Invisalign concierge team. As we bring interested consumers into the purchase funnel, we have new Smile consultants standing by ready to connect with them. Our Smile consultants focus on understanding the consumer's needs and interests, both by phone, but also for the first time ever through text with the ultimate goal of connecting each of these consumers to an Invisalign provider office near them to schedule a consultation. From here, let's transition to my partner, Chris Thompson, who leads our new Invisalign concierge team. Thanks, Kamal. Hi, everyone. This is Chris Thompson, director of our consumer channel and sales development team. I'm going to walk you through a few things around our newly created contact center. We're going to talk about why the contact center was created. I'll walk you through some of the processes and, and how we really deal with consumers. We're going to talk about some key consumer insights as we've reached out to over 20,000 consumers in a short period of time. And then we'll spend a lot of time talking about best practices and how to really focus on capturing that consumer, which is a little different than what everyone's used to in the marketplace. So first question is, why did we even create the concierge team to begin with? Concierge team was created this January, a couple of months ago. We had, as you heard from Kamal, thousands upon thousands of consumers entering Invisalign's database through website and social media and other means every single month. And really no one was equipped to handle these consumers. So 
we took a look at how we could do it, how we could use our technology and really our headcount to capture more and to drive them into the orthodontic industry. So two points, we wanted to capture more consumers. So we used text, email, phone, social media to get a hold of them. We also hired 20 smile concierge to ensure that we're hitting all of these leads coming in through multiple channels and really at different buying cycles. And then of course, we wanted to improve the consumer's experience. If a consumer really wants to go into Invisalign and isn't able to get to an office or doesn't really take that next step or doesn't go into Invisalign, then it's not a great consumer experience. The other thing we really wanted to do was shorten the consumer research cycle. We know there's a lot of consumers just starting research in the Invisalign treatment process. We wanted someone there to answer questions, to guide them through the process, and to get them scheduled with a great provider out in the orthodontic market. On the flip side, as we are reaching out to a lot of consumers, we also really wanted to measure and learn from what today's consumer wants and what an online consumer wants, and then share them with you out in the marketplace, uh, because we'll have learnings that really no one else is equipped to have. So as we take on these leads coming from consumers and different channels, there's a lot of things we do with them. But you see here, block number one, incoming leads come in. We utilize multiple touch points across the period of seven days. Like I mentioned earlier, text, email, phone. We really blitz them. We know consumers, when they're hot, they want to be touched fast and they want to schedule very quick. So we blitz them across the board and we utilize our technology to really get a hold of them very fast. Once the consumer is reached, we focus a lot on building excitement. We create momentum, we answer questions. It's our job to get a consumer to you to schedule them and do what you do best, put them into Invisalign treatment, get them in for a consult. So as the consumer is getting excited, what we'll do is we'll actually call an orthodontic practice and we'll schedule them while we're on the line, transfer them to your staff. We'll also hold on that line and stay on so we can answer any questions to make sure the consumer feels comfortable. Now that doesn't end our process. We know the date they're coming in. So once we have that consult scheduled, we set a chain of things into motion, a lot of them really focusing on minimizing missed consults. So we'll text them, we'll call them for what we call a feel-good call to keep the excitement going. We'll also send them some post-consult follow-up to see if they have any questions, to see how their experience was, and really to focus on shortening that research cycle and put their mind at ease that Invisalign is the right treatment for them. Now, if all those things go well, we get to step five where a consumer is converted. Now, the beauty of this is, as a practice, to do this with consumers, you would have to employ a lot of headcount and you'd have to really spend a lot of time focusing on things other than treating practices. And that's where us having this headcount and multiple technology uh, or ways to reach out to consumers can really help and get more people driven into your offices. So as we have reached out to over 20,000 consumers across the country, we discovered some really key consumer insights that shed a light on the consumer that is coming through the online channel. Number one is consumers are busy. We all know this. The interesting point here is about 70% of our consults scheduled when we reach out to consumer come after our first call, meaning we call them, we leave a message, we don't get a hold of them, and then we either call or text them again, and that's when we get them scheduled. So it really takes a couple calls or emails or texts to get a hold of them. The second part is they must be reached fast. 85% of our consults booked with your offices occur within two days of that lead coming in. So in the past, when we didn't have this set up or you know, when you take a few days to get a hold of a consumer, if you don't get a hold of them within those two days, they never come back and we really can't get a hold of them. So it's really important for us to reach out to them real time, 
when they complete a smile assessment or doctor locator lead, we hit them same day and we get them scheduled. The third point here is consumers want to schedule a consult, right? They're interested about 95% of the time when we get a hold of them and we walk them through our process and we get them excited, they will schedule a consult. So really the trick here is getting a hold of them and getting a hold of them fast. The other interesting part, which probably doesn't surprise anyone on this call, is that consumers love technology. A great way for us to get them scheduled with a practice is to talk about digital scanning, the iTero scanner, and no more goopy impressions. That's really a key point to why they'll come into an office. So who is the Invisalign consumer coming in? It's no surprise as you probably see these consumers in your office every day, but what's come through loud and clear in the feedback that we get is the primary drivers from this consumer are time and convenience. They wanna be scheduled fast, they want everything fast, and they really want convenient options. The other part that comes through loud and clear through our feedback is they want an experience, not a doctor's appointment. These are consumers that want a great experience, they wanna keep the momentum going, they want you to build on the excitement, they want you to talk about technology and really close the deal fast. And third, you heard this earlier on the previous slide, these consumers really favor technology solutions and the digital scanner is such a huge point in that. This is conversion rates by average days it takes to schedule a consult. So you can see the highest conversion rate is same day consults. So a lead comes in, we reach out to them at 9.30 a.m. on Monday morning, we transfer them to your practice, you schedule them for 3.30 Monday afternoon, and they convert. We also have good conversion rates under 72 hours. They come in Monday and we schedule them before Wednesday and they go into treatment. Where you see it drop is post 72 hours. As a best practice, the best way to get higher conversions is to schedule them under 72 hours. Now, a few months into this, our average days to consult is 15 days. Now after 30 days, it's a very small rate of conversions. So I know you're busy, but Really, the best success is under 72 hours. If you can fit in a same-day appointment, these consumers are excited. We build the momentum. They're free that day. They get in, and they convert into a patient. They convert into an Invisalign case. So as we've scheduled a large amount of consults across the country, we have a great amount of consumers going into patients. We've had some offices that have done an incredible job in converting consumers into patients. We've actually been able to highlight some of those key changes for best practices. So the first one we know just from our feedback from our consumers is schedule that appointment fast. A lot of what we do on the phone and our scripting is really build excitement, carry the momentum forward, talk about why the practice we're sending them to is such a great office for them to go to Invisalign. Of course, we answer questions and then we get them to your office. The good part here is they're different from a patient in that they're not shopping around because we've told them that you're the best office in the area. So when it comes to scripting with your staff, what I would recommend is they get only the necessary information, keep that call under five minutes, 10 minutes at the longest, and get them in fast. It really rings true to what a consumer is looking for is time and convenience. These are a lot of times patients in their mid-20s are used to technology automation and scheduling very fast. The second point we talked a lot about is just the average days to consult. The best offices that have the highest conversion rates have really focused on same-day appointment, under 72 hours, get them in very fast. Now, I know everyone on this call is very busy, so what we've seen a lot in the marketplace is because this is not a patient, they don't need the full hour consultation. They really like a quick scan, an outcome simulator, close the deal, they're already excited, they've already asked us their questions. Best practice we've seen is to sidebook the consults, work them into your process, and let your staff know 
So when they do get a call from the Invisalign concierge, they can really just book them right away. Next is the consult process. We've had really good success. If they come in, they do a quick digital scan, an outcome simulator, and then close for the same day start. Same thing holds true throughout the whole process. If you can keep that fast, if you can keep it convenient, if you can show them some technology, that's really why these consumers are interested in why they go into a patient. Now, the last one I've heard a little bit about is a limited treatment option. Now, these consumers are not always looking for the full treatment. Quite frankly, they're not always looking to spend around the average of $5,500. So some practices have started a limited treatment option where you have this full treatment, but also because you're interested in Invisalign, we can come up with a limited treatment option, which is a little bit of a middle ground. As I'm asked often by people across the board, is this thing working? Are people going into treatment? Are they turning into Invisalign patients? And what I can tell you is yes. Now, I can't get specific in how many consumers we have, but you can see this is the number of consumers that have gone into patients by week. Week one is when we started early January. Our processes have improved as your offices have gotten a lot better in scheduling fast, minimizing no-shows by scheduling fast, and offering Invisalign. You can see these conversion rates have skyrocketed every single week. We expect that trend to continue to grow. And in a short amount of time, it's been millions of dollars into orthodontic industry. And I would argue these are actually consumers that most likely would not have gone into any practice before because a lot of them are really just starting research and we're able to shorten that sales cycle, like I said, create momentum and answer questions and get them scheduled with you. It's really fun learning for us to see how these consumers react to us reaching out to them, but also how really interested they are in Invisalign treatment. And then on your side, we hope to continue to provide these insights. So as we send more consumers, which we will, you really have some data to schedule them fast, to create a shorter consult. We know if you do that, this will work and this number will continue to grow here. So those are really the early insights from the contact center. Having gone through all that, I'm going to pass it to Sarah Sharfstein, who's our director of North American professional marketing on the Ortho channel. And Sarah also leads our business optimization team. So she's going to walk you through some of the materials that they've created to better capture the consumer. Thanks, everyone. Thanks so much, Chris. Really appreciate those insights. As Chris had mentioned, a patient is very different than a consumer, and as a result, we often need to be treating them differently. As an organization, we have identified the four different types of consumers that call an orthodontic practice in our contact center and the varying goals for the team members taking that call. So the first caller type is a parent calling about child. These parents are likely calling about scheduling a new patient appointment for their child to get braces and probably don't know a ton about Invisalign as an option. The goal for this call is to educate them on the practice, various treatment offerings, and sell the practice and secure a new patient exam. The second type of caller is an adult calling about treatment. This caller has likely heard of Invisalign, but maybe isn't 100% convinced that it's right for them or that they're a candidate. The goal for this call is to educate the caller on the practice, treatment offerings, and sell the practice and secure a new patient exam. Caller three is an adult calling about Invisalign. This caller is only considering Invisalign as their course of orthodontic treatment. The goal for this call is to educate them on the practice, confirm that they've selected the right office, and secure a new patient exam. The fourth type of caller is being transferred over as a lead from the Invisalign contact center. As Chris mentioned, the goal with this call is to really keep the momentum high and schedule them as quickly as possible so you can keep the engagement level high and appeal to the convenience factor. 
These consumers should not be treated the same as patients focused on convenience, cost, and great service. You should tailor your calls specifically to them and try to schedule the new patient exam within five minutes over the phone and certainly within 72 hours. Historically, offices have used the new patient call as a way to get to know the patient and really do a lot of the preliminary work in advance of the new patient exam. Although this isn't a bad strategy to drive efficiency throughout the new patient process, we are learning that consumers want to keep their phone communication to a minimum, often driving or at work when they call, leaving little time for lengthy discussion. In an era where consumers are used to getting things quickly, this is no different. Think for a minute about how we now secure rides through Uber or Lyft or order off of Amazon and receive materials the next morning. The core focus of companies like Uber and Amazon is convenience and immediate gratification. Think of the new patient call as a similar process. When a consumer calls, there are oftentimes things we need to know and others that are simply nice to have. The three things you want to be sure you get from the consumer when they call is number one, their main reason for calling and their interest. Number two is their preferred appointment time. And finally, three is their contact preference. Are they comfortable with you contacting them over phone, email, or text? Some items that are nice to know are lifestyle information, insurance coverage, and their readiness to start. When taking the new patient phone call, you want to remember that the consumer's time is valuable, and in many instances, they may be in between meetings, class, or driving. Utilizing the phone slip that we're about to share with you is a great way to quickly capture the necessary information without having to worry about the computer moving slower than you and holding up the patient. Just remember to be prepared when the phone rings. There's nothing worse than calling in an office that needs to put you on hold to grab a pen or a piece of paper. Oftentimes, consumers are wanting to know about price, which can be challenging. Some offices give a range while others give fees, even though they've been trained not to do so. It is recommended that you let the caller know that each treatment is specialized for the individual and without having the consumer in for a new patient exam, you really can't quote a fee. This way, you aren't giving the caller sticker shock over the phone without an associated value proposition. Additionally, it can be extremely hard to read a caller over the phone, so the likelihood of losing that opportunity before they even walk into the office is high. Finally, you want to make sure to keep the call simple, quick, and know that if they are calling your office from the contact center, Invisalign has already told them that you're a top provider and a great office to be seen in. No need to go into more detail. They've already expressed their interest in treatment with Invisalign and are calling you to schedule. Some best practices to keep in mind around phone etiquette are number one, if a return call has been promised to the consumer, you want to make sure that you return that call as quickly as possible within the designated timeframes that you've agreed upon with the caller. Number two, when a caller is speaking, make sure to be listening to what he or she is saying without interrupting so that they feel that they're heard. Number three, if you must place a caller on hold, you want to make sure you're asking for permission prior to placing him or her on hold. And when you're taking the call off hold, you want to make sure that you thank them for patiently waiting. It shows that you respect their time and appreciate them calling in. And then finally, you want to make sure that you smile when answering the phone. When a person smiles, it affects the sound of his or her voice, giving it a more friendly and pleasant tone. In an effort to help all offices that we partner with, we've developed two key resources. The first one being new patient call scripting. This scripting will allow your team to be consistent in the way they answer the phone, as well as how they handle objections and questions from consumers. The second resource that we've developed is an intake form. This will simplify the process of receiving information from the consumer calling in, but will also serve as a way to move the call along much faster without jeopardizing any key information 
that's necessary going into the new patient exam. All of your territory managers and strategic account managers have these resources, so I would really encourage you to reach out to them and schedule some time to review the scripting, review the intake form, and practice role-playing within the office. In summary, I hope that we've communicated clearly to you our goals around our 2017 consumer campaign to drive additional interest in Invisalign Clearaligner therapy. Second, I hope that you recognize the investment we've made in the contact center and our intent of sending these patients into practices like yourself with the goal of growing all of your practices and increasing conversion of these patients. And third, hopefully you find the resources we've provided you for optimizing the new patient phone call and the intake process helpful. Moving forward, our commitment is to all of our partners that as we gain additional insight from the contact center and who the Invisalign consumer is, we'll continue to communicate that in a variety of different ways. We want to thank you for your time today and look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thanks so much. In order to receive your CE certificate for this program, please complete the two-minute survey at the following link. In closing, I'd like to thank my colleagues, both Kamal Bandal and Chris Thompson, for their participation and helpful insights. Thanks again, everyone. Thank you for a great presentation. Before we move to Q&A, I want to point out the event survey, which should be on your screen in just a moment here. In uh, order to, you may access the uh, event resources at the bottom and um, console and click on the item labeled event survey for CE. To obtain your CE credit, you must complete the event survey. Once you complete the event survey, you will have immediate access to your CE certificate. We'll be seeing that survey here in just a moment. We're gonna to get to Q&A here momentarily. I wanna start off with um, a question we have. It is, are you sending PTS to VIP doctors first? And, uh, Hi, everyone. This, this is Chris. Yep, Hi. I'll take this one. Hi. Um, yeah, we are sending the VIP doctors first. There, there's a lot of questions around how we select which consumers we send to offices, and uh, we use the same doctor locator that everyone on the call sees when they pull up Invisalign.com. So uh, we, we are going off ranking on doctor locator. Now we're looking at things down the road um, once we have conversion percentages to see who captures these consumers the best. Right now it's early. We don't have... Uh, a lot of data, but as we build data, it certainly will build a factor. But uh, right now, it is, it's going off the uh, Invisalign doctor locator that everyone can see. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, we have another question come in. How can we receive feedback about our office performance? This is Chris again. I'll take that one. So there's a couple questions here around that. Um, the first thing I'll say is when we do schedule a consumer, uh, every doctor, if it's your practice, you should get an email with the consumer's name, uh, the time of the consult, so you can keep that for your records. And then your representatives will also have a list that they can walk you through if you want to question or ask about some consumers that we've sent. 
Um, and so as we're going through, we're gathering data. Now we are uh, at getting or collecting feedback from consumers, and it's our goal to have or to give you as much visibility as visibility as we can. So we'll we'll have the survey results, uh, a lot of really great feedback on doctors and how well, well you're doing. And then if there's something that the consumer um, didn't like or changed, we'll let you know and we'll let your representative know. So they'll have all the data to where you can see uh, what happened with each individual consumer. Thank you very much for that, Chris. Uh, next question we have is, um, how do you choose which orthodontist you choose to send the patient to when there are multiple orthodontists in the area who use Invisalign? So that, that's similar to uh, the prior question. Um, so basically, we, we go off Dr. Locator. Now, what we're looking at is, a, is an algorithm to where, uh, so a lot of it's based on distance, but we're developing an algorithm to where uh, there's some other factors, like I mentioned, you know, Itero, um, uh, the conversion percentage, things like that, all things that we know the consumer likes and wants. Um, but right now, we go off Dr. Locator, and when you put in the zip code, um, the top doctors who pop there, those are the doctors that we're going to send these consumers to. Thank you, Chris. Uh, another question we have come in, is there a way to know if we have received referrals directly from Align? Yes, so you should get an email, and then what I would say is re reach out to your SAM or TM, and they'll have a complete list of the consumers we've sent. And then uh, we also see what happens to the consumer, whether or not they went in treatment, if they have any feedback. So, um, like I said, we want visibility as we're all learning from the consumer. So your TM and SAM will have a full list of everyone we've sent. They'll have the consult date and times and ultimately what happened to that consumer on the back end. Okay, thank you. Uh, next question we have come in, does the concierge service use the same search program as the find a doctor feature on the Invisalign website? Yes, in short. Okay, thank you very much. Is there a uh, next question? Uh, we'll move right on to the next question. Is there a fee for the concierge service? Nope, concierge is completely free. Um, you know, we noticed early on, like I mentioned in, in the webinar there, that uh, there there were thousands upon thousands of consumers filling out smile assessments, namely, and we would put them on a uh, email marketing queue, uh, and they really had no one to reach out to answer questions before they would schedule an appointment with a doctor. So uh, I think it's a win-win situation for everyone as we shorten the research cycle, we get to answer all the questions that they have. And then, like I said earlier, we spend a lot of time really pumping up the doctor that we send them to. I've uh, done this many cases. We've sent a lot of consumers here. Uh, they're a great doctor. They're going to take care of you. They're going to answer any questions you have. Um, so, so that's a lot of what we do is try to shorten the research cycle. And what we think we also do is shorten the shopping cycle because these consumers talk to Invisalign, and Invisalign is recommending you as a doctor. That consumer is a lot less likely to shop around than a typical patient coming in. Excellent. Thank you much. Uh, next question. Do you know or are you tracking the percentage of no-shows with this program? Yep, so I get that question a lot. So a couple of things I would say to that is, yeah, we, we do reach out to every consumer post-consult to see what happened, whether they showed or not. But what I would say is the direct correlation we're seeing right now between no-shows and showed to consults is how quickly you schedule them. So our no-show rate is drastically lower 
than uh, if you've scheduled the consumer under 72 hours. And the other thing um, we know is, is if you follow the best practices and the protocols, like I mentioned here, they're, they're going to convert. So we do track it, um, but there are a lot of offices that are 70%, 80% conversion rate and have only had one or two no-shows, and the direct correlation really comes down to how quick you get them scheduled. If you can do a same consult or same-day consult or keep that under 72 hours, that's really going to be when you limit your no-shows, and that's by far, by far our highest conversion rate. Now, we have uh, a lot of practices where it's 15, 20, 25, 30 days out to schedule the consult, and we can just tell with the consumer the momentum dies, the excitement dies, and those are the patients or consumers that are a lot less likely to show up. Okay, thank you very much. Next question, how does Invisalign view the smaller office that percentage-wise treats a lot of Invisalign? I think it would be wise to grow more doctors Invisalign share instead of sending points to the same doctor over and over. Is, uh, that's a correct read of the question there. Do you need to repeat that? Can you read that one back real quick? You cut out there for a second. Sorry. Yeah, I will. Uh, I'll just do the first part of it because I think the, the second part was more of a comment. The first part is, uh, how does Invisalign view the smaller office that percentage-wise treats a lot of Invisalign? So I, what I would say is that's something we're really actively looking at. Um, uh, you know, I would say we, we view those practices as, as great, uh, high share, chair. Um, you know, ultimately what we're seeing is as we get data here, there's a lot of, of practices that are capturing the consumer better than others. And, those are going to be down the line where we send these consumers. So um, right now, just, just the offices who schedule fast, who have a high share of chair and are more likely to go in Invisalign, ultimately that's where we're going to send all those consumers. Um, so so I'm not sure if that answers the question, but we're, we're looking for the practices that are adapting to the new consumer versus the traditional patient, and, and that's where the future is going to be as we send these consumers. Okay, thank you for that. And uh, to that attendee, if that didn't fully answer your question, go ahead and ask an another one maybe if you if you need that uh, more clarification. Uh, we'll move on to the next question. How will you attain closure rate for doctors? So right now we're looking at um, our conversion rates are simply number of consumers that we've sent and number of consumers that have gone into treatment. Um, now, a few reasons for this is one, like I said earlier, we're, we're seeing a lot of practices who are rising to the top and converting a very high percentage of consumers. And we're also seeing a lot of practices in very close areas where one practice will have a very high conversion rate and others will have a lower conversion rate. And, and really, as simple as it is, the quickest point we can pull is that average days to consult. And if a practice has three days to consult, they have a great conversion rate. If a practice has 15 to 20 days to consult date, they have a lower conversion rate. The other thing we know is this is really a law of huge numbers. So as we reach out to thousands and hundreds of thousands of consumers, uh, th there's going to be an average no-show rate across the country. So, so most, most doctors will start out on an even plane, an average no-show rate, and what we're expecting is certain practices to the rise to the top and schedule fast, uh, really work with the consumer to get them into treatment, and we're seeing that already in the first couple months. I would also okay, just add you. to that. 
I would just add to that as well that I've spoken with a number of doctors who are under the impression that their wait time for consultations and exams is just a couple days, but when consumers are sent over, it's actually much longer. So for all of the doctors on the call, I would really strongly urge you to check with your front desk to, to really understand, A, how long the average wait time is, and then also come up with a strategy so that when these consumers are calling in, um, you're able to schedule them as quickly as possible and um, have the highest likelihood of conversion. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, we'll move on to the next question here. Uh, the question is, does the concierge determine whether or not the consumer is a good Invisalign candidate prior to referring, or is everyone a candidate? Yeah, so that's a question I get a lot. Typically, the two questions I get a lot is, um, how much do you screen for finances, and how much do you screen for hygiene? So it's a slippery slope on both, and, and typically when we reach out to doctors, uh, you know, 50% of doctors will say, uh, yeah, talk to them about finances, prepare them uh, for how much uh, a treatment's going to cost. And then the other 50% will say, no, no, let me, let me do my thing. We have a great PC. Um, you know, we work with all types of budgets. Just get them in our office. So, so there, that's a tough one. Um, we, we actively do not give out any dollar amount over the phone just because it's such a range and every consumer's bite is different. So our real focus is to build momentum, get them excitement. We do ask them questions around how serious they are, when they're looking to make a decision, how long they've been doing research for. And what I can tell you is, is a lot of these consumers have been doing research for a long time. Um, the other thing I'd say is they've already expressed some really strong buying signals. So a consumer filled out a smile assessment or filled out a doctor locator form. They've responded to our text, they've responded to our call, and then they get on the phone with us, and they have typically like a 10 to 15-minute conversation about how excited they are to go into treatment. So, you know, that's a really strong uh, buying signal just to pick up a random phone number and have a conversation. And then they stay on the line to schedule with the practice. So, you know, we, we, we opt to not screen a lot of them, and, and we opt to get them to your practices. The other question I get a lot is around hygiene. How much do we screen for that? And, and that's the same thing as finances. Half of doctors will tell us, hey, just get them in. I'll send them to a GP, and, and, and I'll get them uh, a referral, or I'll just keep them as a hygiene patient if you are a GP. Um, so same thing with hygiene. We, you know, we, we try to get them to and then let you do what you guys do best, have that conversation, and hopefully get them into a bid line. Okay, thank you very much. Next question. What do I need to do to optimize my opportunity to get concierge calls? So, I'll take this one. Uh, what I would okay, go ahead, Sarah. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, Chris. No, so uh, a lot of things Sarah put into place um, as we build data and as we factor in conversion rates to our to our doctor locator algorithm. Um, uh, train your staff. Uh, we get a lot of hiccups when just the staff is not aware of why we are calling. And then some of the tips Sarah laid out and I laid out earlier is schedule them fast. It's a different call than your than your typical patient because they've already talked to Invisalign. They've already shown some buying signals. Uh, a lot of doctors I talk to say this is a really easy consumer because you, you really just have to close the deal. You know they're, they're, in, they're there for Invisalign. You know they've talked to Invisalign. They've probably got most of their questions out of the way. Um, this should be a, a pretty simple conversion once they get to the office. Okay, thank you for that. Uh, next question, how long do you recommend a consultation should take? 
And is it a two-step consult? I'll take this one. So we really recommend looking at the consumer differently than a patient, and I, I recognize that in a lot of practices, a traditional new patient exam could be 45 minutes to an hour and can include an office tour and a variety of different steps. We really recommend shortening that to roughly 30 minutes. Um, as Chris mentioned prior, when a consumer's calling in, they're, they're essentially, they've, they've already made some significant buying signs, right? They're already calling into Invisalign, they've likely filled out a smile assessment, they've certainly done their, their homework online, they've, you know, been essentially, you know, educated on high-level Invisalign um, when they've called the contact center, that the goal is really for them to come in the office and to continue the momentum, um, take a scan of the teeth, obviously, kind of walk them through um, what their treatment plan would look like, how long they'd be in treatment, you know, what a great candidate they are, you know, reconfirm that they've selected the right office per the recommendation of the contact center and get them into treatment. I think, um, you know, moving the process along a little bit faster than you normally would with a traditional patient is really important. Okay, thank you very much for that. Uh, the next question is, um, is the phone call scripting and intake available for download? It is not available for download at the moment. All of your territory managers and strategic account managers will receive the information today. Um, so I would just encourage you reaching out to them and, and all of the material and resources are available. Okay, thank you very much. Uh, next question, regarding Isalign concierge service, does this service use AI to remember and reward practices that convert versus those that do not? Yes, so what I would say is we're we're really in our data collection phase right now, but the, we will have conversion percentages, and uh, that will eventually be a factor into how we send these consumers. Okay, thank you very much again. Uh, next question, I want to market my practice and Invisalign in my community. What methods would be best, direct mail, billboards, magazine ads? I would say that that's sort of a challenging question to answer just based on the variety of different demographics for different practices. I think marketing somewhere like Manhattan would look very different than, you know, marketing in Sacramento. So I think the, the, the best thing to do would be to reach out to your respective territory manager or strategic account manager. They've got a wealth of information as it relates to both internal marketing as well as external marketing. And if, if you know, they need additional support, they're certainly welcome to reach out to our internal marketing team. Thank you very much. Uh, to, there was a previously asked question. This is going to be a follow-up. Uh, to finish the previously asked question, should consults be one step or should the more in-depth diagnostic discussion follow the initial consult separately? We really recommend a one-step consultation process, um, particularly with Invisalign concierge patients. They've already made the decision that they're interested in Invisalign. They've been sent to your office because they're excited uh, to be starting Invisalign treatment. They've been essentially told that you're a great practice who's excited to help them get started. Um, I think bringing them back a second time um, would really kill the momentum and make it challenging to convert the patient. Okay, next question. Can our office get a copy of the SMILE assessment the consumer filled out prior to their consult appointment? 
Yep, it is right on Invisalign.com. Just click on Smile Assessment. Um, you, you asked, it's some pretty basic questions. Uh, you know, we, we really aim to get the consumer interested, and that, and that links right to our concierge, and they reach out to them uh, very fast. But it, it's just the Smile assess, Assessment on Invisalign.com. Okay, thank you. Next question we had come in. How would you determine which doctor to send the caller to if there are more than one doctor that would work for the patient distance-wise, the caller distance-wise, sorry? Would the caller be directed to the most experienced doctor, or how, how is that determined? Yep, right now um, everything is off of doctor locator. So when we put a zip code, uh, typically the doctors on top are the ones with the most experience. Um, so it that would be the case. We we follow just exactly what you see on Doctor Locator. Consumer puts in their zip code, uh, and then we we work off that list. Okay, thank you. We're moving uh, right along. We're uh, we've got a little bit of time left, so we're uh, we've got another question just uh, popped in. Do you find consumers come informed regarding accelerated treatment, uh, e.g. Uh, V Pro Five? Or is that not really common knowledge? I would say right now not common knowledge. I, I've listened to probably about a thousand calls, and I have not heard that come up uh, once. Typically, they have questions around financing. Um, they have questions around like, will it work for me? And, and we're really there to put them at ease. Um, but but I have not heard anything around accelerated treatment yet. I'll just add on to that, that a lot of the market research we've done um, has really shown that there is an interest in accelerating their treatment times, which is why we've come out with weekly aligner changes, which is certainly left to the recommendation of the doctor. But I do think that is one of the things that consumers are extremely interested in, is getting started with treatment and you know, not having to be in aligners for two years. So I think whenever you have the opportunity mm -hmm. to take you know, a year and a half treatment and shorten that, I think that's a very... Um, you know, a very strong value proposition for the consumer. Yep, I'll add to that as well. That is a big question we get is how long it's going to take, and that's very tough for, our, for us to say over the phone, but, you know, it really goes in line with the type of online consumer we're seeing is they want fast, they want convenient, they want faster treatment. So while they're not asking about accelerated treatment, they are very interested in, in of course, how long it's going to take. We do have a follow-up to the uh, smile assessment question. The uh, viewer is actually interested in the consumer's specific selections on the smile assessment, uh, not the generic form. So, so what you, you see more? on the on the yeah, what you see on that is is the same. Unless I'm missing something, the the same one you fill out that's your generic form. Uh, we call it a smile assessment. You're, probably asking that, you know, it's not really a smile assessment, but uh, we ask them what, what they're trying to fix, um, and then they put in some key information, they click on the checkbox, and then we reach out to them. There are three buckets on that smile assessment, which is just started research. I want to schedule an appointment, and I've already scheduled an appointment. We reach out to all those buckets, but the generic form you see on Invisalign.com is the one that comes straight to us. There, there isn't a different form. Okay, thank you. Uh, next question we have, what are some of the typical questions used to pre-screen patients prior to connecting them with our office? 
Sure. So we, we, like I said earlier, we really focus on building excitement. We want to know how long they've been researching. Um, you know, we, we want to know what they're trying to accomplish. We, we talk a lot about just their chief concern and really try to create a personal connection with them. Um, it's amazing what these consumers share with us on the phone. You know, you, you get your typical stories like um, getting married in six months and things like that. So, you know, we try to build a, a, an emotional connection to Invisalign. And then when we follow up with them throughout the process, if they have any questions, we try to tie it back to really why they're interested. So for that person who's getting married in six months, if they have some hesitations or, you know, if they get nervous or whatever it is, you know, we, that's what we use to really make sure that they go in, that they're, they're still interested. Remember, you know, you're doing this for your wedding. You're doing this because you want to look great. We'll guide you through the process, and we're sending you to a great doctor, the best we have. So, uh, you know, a lot of it is trying to put it at ease. Like I said earlier, we, we don't opt on screening them a lot. Um, you know, we're not getting specifics into dentist visits or, uh, you know, how much they're willing to spend because it's really hard to give a range. Some folks could be an express treatment. Some folks could be an $8,000 treatment. So that's a tough one for us to call, but it's, it's really their main priority to build excitement, put the consumer at ease, and spend a lot of time talking about how good the doctor is we're sending them to. So when they get in, they're not shopping. They're already closed. They have their questions answered. They're, they should be an easy consumer just to go into Invisalign. Okay, moving on to our next question here. Will you be figuring out share of chair numbers at the corporate level uh, of rely on doctor input? Yes, in order to um, evaluate share of chair uh, as part of the next level provider program for doctors who select the share of chair component, they'll be working with their strategic account managers to do that. Um, and if they prefer, they'll be working with our analytics team um, at the corporate office. Thank you. Is the concierge system in effect now, and are consumers able to use it to get connected with offices already? Yep. So we started January 23rd, uh, so we've been doing it for a few months. Um, so, uh, yeah, we've, you know, we're, we're adding more people. We have 20 smile concierge right now. Uh, they've reached out to probably tw over 25,000 consumers now, so we're rocking and rolling right now. Um, I, did, I just got a text message. I wanted to address a prior question. Uh, one of the doctors asked about the smile assessment um, and, and actually getting that smile assessment to the practice. Um, we can look at that. I think that's actually a good suggestion. So uh, that's something I'll, I'll take offline and see if we can maybe get neural concerns and things like that when, when we do send that email uh, to, to your practice. So uh, I'll, I'll take that offline and I'll look into that one. All right. Well, thank you very much. Uh, do you have the best recommendation on how a one-step consult should go within the 30 minutes? Yes, that's a great question. Um, you know, in the interest of time, I'm, I'm probably going to table that. There's a number of resources we'll be having coming out in the coming four to six weeks that will be centered around how to um, best handle the new patient exam consultation in a 30-minute period. We thought it best to start with the new patient phone call at this moment, but we will be having additional resources coming out in the near future. Okay, thank you. Uh, we're getting to our last uh, last couple of questions here. Um, next question is, are you going to refer more to a general dentist over an orthodontist so that their risk of having treatment changed to conventional ortho? 
so so right now it it's off Doctor Locator, and uh, I, you know, there that's the um, algorithm we use. So it everything we do in the future will be based off our algorithm, uh, which which we're working on now that we have some data. So um, you know, if, if you're uh, ortho and you're at the top of the list, that's that's who we're sending to. Your general dentist through the top of the list, that's who we're sending to. So um, it, it's solely based off Doctor Locator now. Uh, as we get more data in, we're we're looking towards a more complicated algorithm where, like I said earlier, the the conversion percentages factor in, having an itero factor in, some other things like that, to where um, you know we send consumers to to go most likely where they're going to be converted. Yeah, and I'll just add on to that, that our, our two primary goals are obviously sending them to practices with the highest likelihood of conversion, and then the second piece would obviously be to ensure that the patient has an excellent uh, consumer experience so that they, in turn, want to refer more patients. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. It looks like we have time for one last question. This will be our last question today. Uh, will Invisalign be more apt to refer first to general dentists more than orthodontists due to not risking changing treatment to conventional ortho by orthodontist? I think that was the question think, we just answered. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that. That We had another question pop in. Sorry about that. Um, huh. Sorry about that. On average, how much time have the callers spent with you by the time they're put on the phone with our offices? That's a good question. We, we try to keep it short. Now, to my point earlier, there are consumers who love to talk, and, you know, they, they are the ones who open up and give us 10 to 15 minutes. But those are also the ones who stay online with your practice and spend a lot of time talking to your staff. The majority of our calls are under two to three minutes. Try to ask some pointed questions and then get them to your practice because, you know, we know you need to do your thing and figuring out when they're coming in. So um, the, the goal of us is, is really at, at the max. Uh, for most consumers, keep it under five minutes so you can spend time with them on the phone. Um, all about the consumer in, in our house here, and, you know, we know they're busy. Uh, time is of the essence. So um, for those patients who don't like to open up and talk, we, we really try to keep it very short. Okay. Thank you very much. That is uh, all the time we have today for uh, questions. If we do not answer your question, we will follow up with you via email after the event. A couple of reminders before we close out. You must complete the event survey in order to obtain your CE for this webinar. You can access the link from the survey widget at the bottom of your console, and a replay will be made available. Please look for an email with additional information. Thank you for attending today's event brought to you by Align Technology. Have a great day.